From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome to Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First. We talk about all sorts of things on Travel First and I've been in Sydney, well, I probably go to Sydney at least once a month and one of the best things I ever did in Sydney was when I went to the Adele concert and I went there in a London double-decker bus. So I'm wondering whether my partner in crime, Chris Coleman, can top that. My name's Alex First. Chris is on the line with me. Now, you've also done some exploring in Sydney by bus, haven't you? Well, as people who've been with us on Travel First will know, Sydney was was something that I'd never really done as a tourist. I'd done it plenty of times for work, as you had. Uh, and so uh, on, a, on a trip to Sydney uh, not so long ago, uh, we were doing the touristy things, and one of the things that I thought would be fun to do would be to try the Sydney Explorer. Now, in past episodes, Alex, you have extolled the virtues of these hop-on, hop-off yep. bus tours in, in numerous places around the world. Indeed, I have. And, and it's, it is a wonderful way to explore a city. But I, I hadn't thought about doing it in my own country, which is a bit silly because you obviously, I mean, whilst you're familiar with some, some cities in the, the country, you may not be if it's not your hometown, correct? Exactly. Now, I've never lived in Sydney. As, as, I don't know whether you have, but I've certainly been there uh, probably more times than I can count. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and again, you know, sometimes you get along to a tourist attraction or to a show or to a sporting event, but to actually spend a few days there looking around as a tourist and try to look at it f- through fresh eyes, I found the Sydney Explorer buses, and I say buses uh, because you'll find out why in a moment, because it, it, uh, I found them to be really, really handy. The reason I say buses is because there's not one big loop, but there's actually two. There's one that takes in the Sydney CBD... Uh, Darling Harbour uh, and, and the King's Cross area. And there is a second loop, which is which is diff- a, a completely separate loop, except for a couple of stops where you can change over from one to the other, that, that starts in the same place as Central Station. But then it goes down, out through King's Cross and down through the very swanky eastern suburbs of Sydney all the way to Bondi Beach. And how long do these take if you sort of do it without getting off? If you were to do the red bus, the Sydney tour, which is, is the circular key uh, up around to Central Station and back down again, it's about 90 minutes. And by an amazing coincidence, what they call the Bondi and Bays tour lasts about 90 minutes. Very good, an hour and a half each way. So did, did you stop or did you just sort of go on and did you do both? I did both. Now, you buy your pass, you buy your ticket, you get a 24-hour ticket or you can get a 48-hour ticket. And the Big B Bus Explorer people do also include, uh, for an additional fee, uh, tickets to to some of the attractions such as Madame Tussauds, uh, the Sea Life Aquarium, the Centrepoint Tower, uh, there's the Sydney Opera House Tour and so on. So there's there's plenty of other uh, additional activities. Now, having done most of those in the past, for us, ours were just the four... The, the bus tour itself, and you can buy a one day, like I said, a one day ticket, which for an adult is fifty bucks. If you buy a two day ticket, it's seventy dollars. So 
uh, that is a considerable saving. Or you can buy the two-day deluxe ticket, which saves you even more depending on uh, attractions, uh, which attractions you go to. But, yeah, we, we hopped on and off. We hopped on uh, and off at, uh, at Darling Harbour, checked out Darling Harbour uh, and ate there. And if you dial back a couple of episodes of Travel First, you'll, you'll get a couple of restaurant reviews from in there. Uh, one thing I had never done before, I'd been past the Opera House from the waterside. I'd never been down behind the Opera House. And what do you say behind? What do you mean behind? Well, the Opera House, for people who haven't been there, and that I'm assuming that a lot of people aren't, haven't been to the Opera House now, but the Opera House sits uh, down on a peninsula at, at the end of uh, the Royal Botanic Garden, Botanical Garden. So say uh, at the northern end of a peninsula, at the, at the top end of Macquarie Street. Now, I'd been passed on ferries and cruise ships, uh, the Sydney Opera House, on numerous occasions, but I'd never been down to the bottom end of Macquarie Street or to the oh. top end of Macquarie Street. And you can actually get off there. There's a plaza where you can walk around, look around, and some tremendous photo opportunities exist down there as well. So uh, you can get... Sometimes you get an angle that you don't usually get because, again, the tourist views, the publicity shot views, if you like, of the Sydney Opera House, think about it, they're all from the waterside looking over, over the water to the Opera House or from the bridge looking across the water. You don't get to see, generally, uh, the view from behind. So uh, it, it's, it's well worth doing. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First. Well, I've often, when I am in Sydney, I've gone for a run through the Botanical Gardens or I've gone through a walk through there. And it's a great, I mean, it's wonderful. There's, there's no place in the world quite like Sydney Harbour. So it's a, it's a real joy every time. And it depends on the season in terms of, you know, the look and feel of the place. It can bear in mind it was, I think, Joseph Conrad who wrote about the ocean and the, the power of the ocean on a beautiful, calm day, stunning. But even even when it's a bit wet and willy and wild, uh, I still I, I love coming to Sydney. That's that, that's the joy of being there. The Opera House and the Harbour Bridge, as far as I'm concerned, quite apart from all the other delights about about Sydney. Did you did you find so did you make a day of it like? You, you stopped off three or four times and before you knew it, five or six hours had gone by or how it, long did it take? It, it's very easy to do that. And indeed, we made uh, about five or six hours on, on the first tour, on the Sydney tour initially. So uh, we jumped on at Central Station, uh, went up and around, uh, got off at Darling Harbour, had a good walk around there. You go around under the Harbour Bridge and, there, and then you come up through the Circular Quay area. And again, plenty to look at in and around Circular Quay, then round to the Opera House and then round through King's Cross. That was our first day, and, and you pass. When I say it's a one-day pass, it's actually twenty-four hours. So if you get your pass at say eleven o'clock in the morning or twelve o'clock, it'll last you through till the same time the next day. So we had our pass early in the afternoon. We had a good look around the Sydney tour in the afternoon. Then the next morning, we we're up up again to the Bondi and Bays tour, and and so a- before you go uh, on, on about the, the the next day. It, I presume, it, does it run into the evening or does it stop 
before nightfall. The, the, the timing is it varies depending on the time of year. Uh, the first tours of the Sydney tour will start uh, at around eight thirty in the morning, and uh, in peak season they go through. The first tour uh, will, oh, sorry, the, the final tour will terminate at seven thirty. And mm-hmm. uh, in the off-peak season, it's it's a six thirty for the final tour. So you don't want to be, uh, shall we say, you don't want to be getting off uh, the final tour uh, and then suddenly finding yourself stranded. So just make sure with the driver how far he's going to go for you. So that six thirty is the pickup time for the final tour or the conclusion of the final tour. Well, we'd finished up there. I'd have to actually check that. What I'd suggest uh-huh. is go on their website, bigbustours.com, and check that out. But certainly, uh, you can get uh, you, it, it, with the. T- I would suggest if you're spending a few days in Sydney and you want to see a lot of the place, I would really suggest getting the two-day pass. Whether you get the two-day pass or the two-day deluxe pass uh, is really dependent on what, uh, whether things like the aquarium or, or the Sydney or the Wildlife Sydney Zoo or the Sydney Tower uh, are things that appeal to you or not. But you know, certainly, I found the commentary on board. Uh, look, I'll say in some places I found it a little bit twee, but generally informative. Uh, these are headphones. You you can use your your sort of eye. What do you call it? The the, the phones. The the earplugs that come with your iPhone, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that they don't supply earplugs. Or do uh, they? no, no, they do supply. They do they do supply earplugs. Uh, sure, they're they're cheap and red and plastic. But uh, again, you know, you're on a, on a red open top. In some cases, double decker bus. So it kind of makes sense that uh, that the the red plastic headphones they are available. I'd suggest taking your own because they're going to be more comfortable than more what you're used to. Uh, the the commentary is available in multiple language. Oh, and if you've got kids, if you've mm-hmm. got kids, they actually run a commentary for the kids in English. In in, in English, so for for, for Spanish, Italian, German, uh, Chinese, Japanese, Korean speakers, not such a helpful thing. But for English language tourists, they actually have a kids commentary. So, oh, see, that'd be very interesting to see what how it would differ. Or is it the sort of sophistication of the language more than anything else? Uh, no, it, it's it's definitely it's it's similar content, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's in a different language, uh, different different oh. style of language, uh, uh, a much more informal language style. And it is also very clever, by the way. The commentary is run; uh, it's GPS geolocated, so it doesn't sit there and roll and get ahead or get behind, and it gives you just enough time to hear what they're talking about and look out for that. Uh, for, for each attraction, and the other and thing, it's not wall to wall. I mean, it, you, you, there's breaks in the commentary as plenty you're of them, yeah. Tra- plenty, yeah. Plenty, plenty of breaks, so you can actually have a conversation uh, with someone you're travelling with. The other thing I will say is, if you're doing this trip, even if you're just going to do the loop and do the other loop, take your camera. The number of photo opportunities is countless. You can get plenty of great stuff through uh, through the the, uh, the the circular key area, plenty through the botanic gardens, uh, and the uh, Bondi and Bays tour, uh, Bondi Beach. Foreign tourists may be surprised at just how small Bondi Beach is. I think I can say that without being deemed unpatriotic. It's an amazing stretch of sand. It is. But it is a much smaller beach than perhaps you would imagine. But you also get some tremendous photo opportunities up through the higher parts of the eastern suburbs, uh, especially around the Double Bay area, where you can look across and you get some great photos going right across across the top of the Opera House to the Harbour Bridge. So if you're going, take your camera. Uh, and it, it, Sydney is a very hilly city. I don't think that's uh, that's going to surprise anybody. No, this when you, this uh, beats the hell out of walking. It does. But, but when you come down and you see Bondi Beach, when that opens up, 
it's just glorious, isn't it? It's just, again, I, I, it's one of those iconic places in Australia. That, and I reckon it'd be wonderful to live, live around Bondi Beach. <laughs> if you've got I the money. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it would. well, it's funny because um, I was in Byron Bay recently. Gee whiz, the prices of things there have skyrocketed as well. So I don't think there's not too many places in Australia that are cheap to live anymore, but uh, good places to visit, nevertheless. So it sounds like a great idea. I mean, did you is this something when you were on there, were you one of the only sort of locals or, or well, well, Australians or were there many Aussies? There, on the, uh, there were but, people from far and wide across Australia and across the world as we as we hopped on and off. Uh, and it was fascinating to actually look at the reactions from not just from the the overseas tourists but from the Australians who, who'd come in from other places as well it, it's a real draw card and uh, you know we were there uh, shoulder season and these services were still very very well patronized so very popular uh, w- certainly well worthwhile uh, and if you're staying in Sydney for more than a couple of days it's a great way to get your bearings when you first get there and as I think you've discussed before about numerous cities you go you get on the bus you go around, you pick out the places you want to go to, and then you can go back to them again once you've got a few, got, got, got your bearings and perhaps got over a bit of your jet lag. No, it so- sounds like a great idea. So, yeah, do it. What, once again, the name? The names for the buses in Sydney are the Big B Bus Sydney Explorers. Uh, I think these people run tours in a few other places around Australia as well, but full details available on their website, bigbustours.com. And you can only buy tickets there or are there – you can physically walk up to somebody in certain locations and buy tickets in that way as well? Uh, you can buy tickets at certain locations uh, on, on the tour. Again, full details available of which locations via the website, but I can certainly tell you you can buy your tickets while you're waiting at Central Railway Station or at Circular Quay to name, to, to name just two spots. Sensational. We'll catch you next time on Travel First. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.